Hello, you are listening to a mini episode of Desi Geek Girls. I'm Preeti Chibber, and I am truly excited to be talking to Desi Geek icons Sandeep Parikh and Jasmine Bullard, all about their new Dungeons & Dragons show, Desi Quest. Ah, thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out with us on Desi Geek Girls. We are super excited. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Preeti. I complete the triumvirate of, of super excitement, and I'm also <laughs> super excited to be here. <laughs> what are you, the TVA authority? Are you the triumvirate? I know, right? <laughs> the third head. The triumvirate of excitement. <laughs> it's like our new tagline for this yeah. show will just be the triumvirate of excitement for any time we do a show That's with it. more than three people. Bam. <laughs> Put that on the uh, billboard. <laughs> so I am so excited that you guys are here because you have this amazing new project. And the minute I saw it, like it popped up on my Twitter feed and I was like, this hot, this crossover has to happen. Like we have to have you guys on to talk about yes. because it's called Desi Quest. Can you just tell me about what it is? Yes, all the shows that have Desi in the title mm -hmm. should get together. <laughs> all three yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Avengers level crossover. For sure. Um, Jasmine, you want to You want to start? You're usually better at encompassing the spiel. <laughs> lies, lies. It's definitely um, not because I'm eating string cheese. Eat your string cheese and I'll tell the story. Um, so, okay, so Daisy Quest was born out of Jasmine's brain. Um, and she, you know, I, I guess I'm speaking for you now. See, this is why I think you, anyway. Um, she, she's, you know, was like, she met with us, my company, F and Funny, after we did a one shot together on um, a show. Like, so there's a show that I acted in called The Guild that Felicia Day created. Um, and then over the pandemic, we started doing D&D. It was like, we reunited after many years of not doing the show. We started doing D&D together uh, over Zoom, uh, just as a way to stay sane during the pandemic. And we'd have all these like guest DMs on there. Um, Abria, a younger, um, was Amy Vorpal, and then eventually um, Jasmine did the show. And, um, I was like, what? Like there's, you know, and, and, uh, this amazing, you know, kick-ass storyteller who's also Indian, um, I, you know, who does D&D. &D. I just, it just felt like, you know, spotting a unicorn kind of thing. Um, and I was like, <laughs> okay, so Jasmine, we got to meet after, you know, I, I, after, like right after the show, I emailed her and was like, hope this isn't too eager, but was like, hey, look, we got to meet up and um, get to know each other a little bit better. So we had like what's called in the in, in Hollywood speak, a general meeting and, um, you know, asked, asked Jasmine, like, Hey, what's, what's like the one project that, uh, you can't get out of your head that people aren't necessarily green lighting that you really just need to see happen kind of a thing. Um, and, uh, you know, Jasmine was like, I've, I've always wanted to DM a, a table of all South Asians and, and create a story in a world that, um, sort of utilizes the mythologies and the epics from, you know, the, stories from our culture um and immediately i was super in um you know it was i, I was like i want to go all in on this um and help in any way that i can and um that's that's kind of how it, it came to be and that that sounds amazing and it's not you know i'm pretty new to dnd &D. i started also during the pandemic but it was my very first time playing dnd &D at all it was i found it to be a little daunting because you're just mm. like you just make stuff up like on the fly you just make decisions and as a writer <laughs> i'm like no one sees my work until it's well well beyond that stage Right. But so so from the prospect of like creation and, and creating a story in a sort of choose your own adventure kind of 
world, why was that the avenue you wanted to go? Like, what was exciting about that for you? I think it's like seeing how people engage with the lore. And I think that's the part of of our table that's like so close and personal to us. Like Sandeep and I talk extensively about like who we want to do this and how we want to do it because of exactly uh, some of the points you brought up. Um, you know, I think like we want to do a very different perspective on our culture in terms of people that maybe feel like they have a hard time engaging with it. And we could do a pre-written story. We could do a, a mini series or a skit or something like that, or even like a stage show, but it doesn't allow people to ask questions and feel safe asking questions. And sometimes, especially as like this, he's living abroad, people can feel like strangers or tourists in their own heritage. And what does that journey back look like? And Dungeons and Dragons just felt like the perfect avenue because it can you can have a party of people that are varied in that experience. Maybe some people were born in India and moved out, or maybe some people still go back and visit their family every year. And maybe other people haven't been back in 18 years and can't speak the language. And I have friends across the Desi identity who encompass all of these backgrounds. And it breaks my heart when I see people feel ashamed that they don't speak Hindi or embarrassed that um, they haven't been to like Gurdwara or Mandir in a while. And how do we give them a safe way to feel like they can ask questions and not be called whitewashed or a coconut or any of these other things, you know? It's okay if you listen to Linkin Park instead of, you know, <laughs> Babumon, but... <laughs> but how did like, you access my playlist? I was like... <laughs> how did you know? Sorry, did you know? Did you see my burn CDs in like 2001? <laughs> <laughs> Babumon is a deep cut too. <laughs> I was talking about Linkin Park. Just because I love Smash Mouth doesn't mean I'm not Indian. <laughs> Just because I listened to Kendrick instead of Yo-Yo Honey Sing. Um, oh, but yeah, man. it's like, how do we let people feel like they can ask questions and influence the story? And like D&D &D is cool like that because it is one of those games where you don't have to know everything about everything, right? Like you're kind of writing it as you go and you have this dungeon master that's your guide. And I feel like I'm very lucky and that I have a very unique uh, life experience because I lived in America until I was 10 and then I moved to India and went to middle school and high school there. Uh, so I have both experiences of feeling like an NRI, a non-resident mm -hmm. Indian, and like somebody that lived in a country where we're the ethnic majority, where all of the beauty ads are tailored to me, where everything, you know, where and I, I highly recommend it to anybody for self-esteem. Living in a country where you are a majority you know, every Barbie doll looks like you. Like that is, that did wonders. I now have the confidence of a mediocre white man, which was not true. <laughs> I will definitely that try here, that in my next life. I think yes, that's yeah. now, that, now that I've been here that for a while, good. I feel like it's eroding again. And I'm like, maybe I need to go back. <laughs> you know? Get that, get that like enema of like, our culture is dope, our music is dope, our food is the best, you know, mm -hmm. instead of like constantly fighting for recognition here, you know. But I I feel like I'm uniquely posed to be like a tour like a tour guide, um, because I 100%. was you. I was you know like when people are like I just feel so disconnected. I'm like I was you until I moved there, and yeah. I was also mocked in high school 
for not knowing how to read or write Punjabi, for speaking Punjabi in an accent. I was ruthlessly teased by other Indian kids <laughs> for being too white. And so I don't want other people to go through that. I want them to feel safe asking questions and being being tourists. That was a really long answer. I'm so no, sorry. No, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great answer. And that was you know, so good. you included an enema in, in your answer. And I feel like, and you did it seamlessly and we kind of just chuckled through it and we pretend like it didn't really happen, but I'm here to remind you that it did. And um, <laughs> no, but I, I, I love that answer. And I, you know, I think about this from the perspective of someone who has only visited India a couple times, like maybe four times in my life. And, but I have a dad and a mom that are relatively religious and run the mandir up in the boston area and stuff like that so like I, i've had this tangential relationship or i more than tangential where i've kind of dipped in and out of the pool so to speak i'd say but still feel like i live pretty firmly in that on that hyphen between indian and american um and not and not super comfortable in either space and so I, you know, I have a kid now too. So I think about this from that perspective where like, oh, I'm going to be this kid's only like avenue to his, you know, his culture because I married a, a white girl that I love dearly. And, you know, she has her own uh, perspectives, but, you know, like she's not, she's not going to be able to speak to the culture in the way that, I, that, that I'm going to be able to for him. So I'm it, you know, so if I'm not going to start doing stuff now to reach back and kind of um, you know, f f figure out my place in it or, or sort of ha have an understanding uh, of it um, and, and, and do, do the work that I can do to make it more accessible um, to folks that are like me and to our children, then I think, you know, I, I will have sort of missed a huge opportunity um, in, in my life, in my, my life's purpose in a way. So this came along as like, yeah, it started as like, oh, let's do silly improv D&D, you know, with people that are, you know, fun and hilarious and, and great storytellers to like, oh, this is, there's something deeper here. And so, and there's going to be an emotional connection here that I think, you know, we're all sort of uh, hotly anticipating and um, yeah. Uh, both those answers are amazing. And I think I'd never thought about D and D in that sort of conceit of like one, being able to ask questions and being able to like interrogate your relationship with your, your culture and your history in that way. And and this idea of using it as a springboard for not teaching because you're not teaching, but but engaging uh, mm -hmm. and bringing it back to yourself like that's so lovely. And now you're doing it in this way with an all brown cast, like all Desi people, which is incredible. And and so I want to ask because I know, you know my older brother is an actor and I I've seen how the landscape has like kind of shifted, but it's still a lot of like, you're the only brown person in the room. Like you're you're going up against other brown people for that, that one thing so often. And this is, all of you are South Asian. So what has that shift been like? What has it been like being in the room with all these creatives who have, you know, yes, it's a very varied background, but there are commonalities there. I think like, it's why we're doing this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this idea had been brewing for so long because um, when I first played D&D &D with Janina, we had this shared experience of like, oh, we never get to work with other Desi people. This is so cool. And then when I played with Anjali Bhimani, same thing. It was like, oh my God, I've never been on set with another Desi person because even though casting has gotten a little more diverse, 
now it's become like a formula you have to fill where it's like, okay, well, we've got our desi, we've got our, our you know, mm, East Asian, we've got, yeah, like, yeah. let's get a perfect <laughs> stock photo. Neapolitan. Yeah. So yeah, you don't often have, yeah. like, two desi people. And, you know, I felt like, especially, like, it took me so long to, like, get a start in this industry, and I never thought I was going to. And I realized, like, some of it was because we don't have as many opportunities to link up and network and build together because we're the one-off on a cast. So it's harder for us to meet each other, to not be put oppositional to each other, to not be in competition with each other. And it makes you, it like seeps into your brain like a disease and it makes you look at other Indian people, other Desi people, other Pakistani people as that's my competition, that's my competition. Instead of 100%. when you see like your your non Desi peers, like you see them working together and doing cool stuff, building together, like making stuff together, doing indie projects together. And you're left sitting there like feeling almost like you're on an island especially in like geeky and and especially video game settings like I, i've even having been doing this full time for like 3 years i don't see a lot of other desi gamers especially not women and then i see these teams that have like six white girls on them and i don't feel like i can sit with them and it's like where's my version of that <laughs> where's the stream where's the twitch stream team or the youtube gaming team with like 12 desi girls that all have each other's back you know and i would get so jealous and and especially because like even when we look at the word asian it's such a vast diaspora and like to keep it a buck a lot of people don't view south asians as asian Mm -hmm. You know, I get asked all the time when I'm streaming, like, why do you have the Asian tag on your channel? So, you, you know, we always feel unincluded from things, right? Because we don't match. If you ask an average American, what do you think of when you think Asian? We don't match that description. People don't really know where we fall. A lot of people don't even know Pakistan and India was the same country until fairly recently. And how complicated that identity is, because I'm Pakistani and Indian. And it's it becomes this thing where, you know, Sandeep and I literally had that thing where it's like, we don't want to be a guest spot. We don't want to be a one-off. We don't want to be, what if the entire table was Desi people and we could link up and we could build together? And in the process of making this, I guess so emotional because we get like, I, we, I got a, like this morning, Pakistani artists that was like, I would love to do art on this. Musicians that are like, I would love to do music on this. Like all kinds of people that, or finally feel like they can like break into this industry with our help and with what we've been able to do thus far with this sequest with like it and it's just beautiful mm -hmm. it makes me really emotional Sandeep did you want to oh, add something I mean I yeah I know I I I I super agree I mean like I think I I hope that this can be a, a vehicle to be a rising tide for 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 you know all of us out there to um to start linking up together and stop viewing each other as co as much competition um because i i just i had that same experience the only time that i really was uh, was surrounded by desis in in la i've lived in la now for 20 years um oh it's hard to say aloud <laughs> uh, but uh it was the only time is when i'm going in for auditions right for the one spot for you know raj the whatever mm. uh the taxi cab driver or whatever it is I mean, it's gotten better it's gotten better than that 
these days, but it, it's like, that's when we'd all see each other and be like, Hey, Hey, whoa, good to see you, dude. Um, you know, haven't seen you to the last time that we were, um, in the arena trying to <laughs> slit each other's throats to get this one <laughs> job on NBC, <laughs> you know, like, so it's, this is such a refreshing and, and to answer your question, I guess, of like, how does it feel? We don't know yet. I mean, we've only really done th this, we've done this Kickstarter so far, but every little opportunity that we get to be in the same virtual space together it oh it already feels super different right like we're we're starting from such a different plateau than you start from of of a of a shared experience that you start from in in an, you know in, a, in another room of of creatives or another sort of improv troupe or whatever i'm like oh i can i can drop a joke about whatever pop of them and it's like oh yeah we're you know i don't have to explain oh it's the stuff that you get at the beginning of a meal at in an indian <laughs> restaurant like i just, i don't have to do that like we can just we have these this shared vocabulary in some some cases and sometimes we don't but but it just feels i don't know it's, it feels richer in that way and it's it's exciting for me because i'm like wow i really have not i feel like there's this whole part of my brain that has just kind of atrophied mm. <laughs> called you know, like this cultural part of my brain this i guess the, the, the heritage part of my brain that's just like haven't used because like as an improviser you're you're all you're doing is seeking ways to get your audience to to enjoy the moment with you and so you are you are mining your brain for any laugh that you can elicit from the audience right like every bit of experience that you have any specificity you can bring to this moment that'll make sense and so i feel like i've mined my brain in so many ways and then this one area i'm just like it's it's like an old haunted house it's just sitting there waiting to be renovated <laughs> or something um so i'm i'm stoked you know and i think but it also like like speaks to like like since we were talking about casting right to me sometimes it breaks my brain that like such generic calls go out and you know my brother's an actor in LA and he hears all the time full blood up and job be like you don't look Indian and and that's what like I think people have such a singular idea of what mm. this people look like what this people eat what this people what languages they speak I don't think they realize that I, and me and Sandeep were talking about this, we watch RRR dubbed. <laughs> right. Sandeep has, I think, what, you have like a working understanding of some Gujarati, right? Yep. Yeah. Like dubbed in, dubbed like, in Hindi like a, or dubbed in English? For me, or Hindi. In yes. Yeah, for yes. me, it's Hindi, but it's dubbed. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realize that, you know, like, and, and growing up on the internet, having people reference like, oh, do you know Tunak Tunak Tun? I'm like, yes, I'm Punjabi. But then they'd be like, do you know Benny Lava? And I'm like, I need you to understand that is gibberish to me like it is to you. I also hear Benny Lava. And they're like, no, but what does it mean? Benny I'm like, girl, Lava, I do not Lava. know. My loony bun is fine, Benny Lava. I'm hearing the same thing as you. I'm Punjabi. I don't speak that. I, I oh do gosh. know the lyrics to Tunak Tunak Tun, but that is because that's my language. So when people like mash it all together, I'm just like, you know me and Sandeep, like, like Sandeep probably knows Garba and Dandia and I don't. So mm -hmm. I know Pangara. I, yeah, I, I have to rock, tell I you them down that, there, wait, I have to tell you guys, I'm half Punjabi and half Gujarati. Oh shit. <laughs> this is amazing. You do both. I do <laughs> both. You do the Pangara and the Dandia. Wait, you rock Bhangra with Ras? That is like, that's like, da that's do, dangerous. Frankly, that's Garba, dangerous. Dandia, and then it ends with Bhangra, like at the end of the night. Yes, yes. 
So yeah, like um, I remember us as a bunch of Punjabis went to the community center in Portland to like do the dandia, and the Gujarati people there. Uh, one of them gently whispered to me, she was like. I don't know what it is with you Punjabi people. Like you realize you just tap the sticks, right? No, because y'all are freaking like Trying whacking them. And I'm like, have you seen like the, Punj you know what I'm talking about, Preeti, with the Punjabi <laughs> instruments? I was like, every everything we have, we dance, we smack it to death. You cannot get Punjabi people to lightly tap your dandia. We, you're risk yeah. hurt at the end of the night. You're coming out with broken oh, fingers. Man. Yeah, if you don't crack it, like that's the satisfying part. Yes. It's the crack. And she's like, it's so great that you guys are here. But you also need to chill. <laughs> that that ellipses. We're, ru we're running out of dandias. Like we're running out of them. You know, and we chill. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it's right. it's so funny because like you only get those interactions when you get a bunch of different South Asians <laughs> yes. at oh, the table, sure. and that's I, when I, you hear I, like, what, oh, all these differences between us. One of my like like my main missions now in life is like for people to see india like they see europe because we you know we it's it's a like you wouldn't assume that you know a french person person and a, a greek person would have would have the same cultural dance at their whatever their festival you know what i mean and, and i feel like we we are viewed very much monolithically mm -hmm. as like you know, well, you speak Indian, don't you? <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just everything in that subcontinent below the Himalayas is like all lumped together, basically. Um, and, and it's so, so, there's so much diversity within it. That's the other part of this that, that I'm really excited about is like making sure that we have, um, you know, di di a diverse cast within our sort of South yeah. Asian representation as, as best we can, you know. It's, it's always um, awkward too, like explaining it. Like I've had people say like, hey, can you help me figure out how to pronounce this person's name? And it's like Swaminathiam or something. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, not my, not, <laughs> not my state. I cannot help you, okay? <laughs> I'm Punjabi. I can't, I can't even speak that. I don't know what you want me to do. I am going right. to sound just as awkward as you. Right. If it was like a Gurpreet Chahil, I could help you. Yeah. <laughs> but when it has that many syllables, like I'm out. Like, right. I don't have that range. Here's what I know. They love dosa. Okay. Like that, that, that's what I know about, about the person. <laughs> they love right. their dosa and they love their spice levels. Thank you, South India, for vada pao. Yeah, love, uh, love your the, the people's waterfall. Mm. You know, because we're also tourists there. Like, you should. My dad recently got into South Indian food, and it's so cute because it is like, you know, a white person right. getting into it. He's like, I got a spice grinder, and today I'm going to try to make idli. Yesterday was a little dry. Today I'm going to see if I can get it. And I'm like, I love you. God bless you. You are the cutest like dad a person could have but like my punjabi dad who can make biryani that will knock the socks off of anybody learning to make idli is like a quintessential indian experience because a lot of us if you ask us to make like alu gobi we'll kill it you ask us to make dosa it's like let me find a youtube tutorial i mean that has to be exciting right for for the prospect of bringing like you're saying like different avenues to D D how what are some things you know i i was reading through the kickstarter and the line like i think it was something like alexander the great was defeated in india i like cackled i was like yes <laughs> set this history up let's do it 
what are some things that you're sort of like particularly excited for people to see? Or do you want to like, I, I understand if it's like spoilers or, or any of that, but what are some things, if you, if you can talk about it, that you're excited to bring to the table from your backgrounds and from your cultures? I definitely like want to talk about pre, pre-British Empire India, or at least do fantasy inspired by it. Um, because I feel like so much of people's understanding of, of the subcontinent comes from British Raj onwards, which is a big disservice because like so much of, especially like our, our culture and cuisine has been influenced by a number of different, uh, you know, people that came in, whether it was the Mughal empire, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it was, you know, and even it's, it's wild to me that people in America don't know who Ahsoka was, right? Like, because going to school in India, it's like, that's freaking Ahsoka. Like, there's, th- people say that if he didn't convert to Buddhism, he could have taken over most of the Middle East and the Gulf. Like, he was one of the most successful uh, conquerors of, of, and, you know, from India. And it's wild to me that, like, Ahsoka is unknown. <laughs> really largely mm-hmm. outside of India, but we have movies about him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have like, I, I would love for us to do for, to do for Indian history and Indian culture and Indian, like even mythology, what like Tolkien did as a professor of old English. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm Tolkien, by the way, <laughs> I know I'm not, I know I'm not, but I'm, I'm a huge fan. And when I read, you know, his translation of Beowulf, it, it did inspire me. I was like, wow, he's done so much to bring like these, these, these old stories or these things that might have been lost to time to bring them almost like all the way into the modern age because yeah, of this life. fantasy work, you know? Yeah. So like now, even now people's ideas of fantasy are so rooted in European history and mythology mm-hmm. And if we can even do 2% of that, I would love for people to have an idea of like Indian armor styles, Indian warfare tactics, Indian history, like, you know, yeah. fantasy characters inspired by Ahsoka or by Raja Ranjit Singh or by the Punjab, like the, the, the Sikh empire and stuff in Punjab that were able to successfully fend off the British for so long, you know? I would love to like pay homage to those things. Yeah, I think it, it keeps the culture alive in a way. And again, I bring back the word accessibility because it's, you know, I, these, it, you know, re, the telling and retelling of our epic stories is like kind of what makes us human in a way um, and what keeps us uh, connected to each other through generations. And I feel like, you know, my parents moved to the U.S. and um there was a big giant disconnect and they did their best they did their absolute best trying to keep that alive but in the end like at least when i was growing up right we didn't have the internet we didn't have um you know like we weren't able to just throw on a television and and pop on some some hindi films right like that it was really rare to get that so the media that surrounded us created this this disconnect where all of my the stories that i was surrounded by growing up outside of what my parents would tell me were, you know, the Greek mythology. Like if, if I wanted to go into to fit the fantasy universe, it was all Greek, English and all that stuff, like all that mythology. And so really like, like created this like vacuum for me, right? Like where I, um, 
I know these stories because my, again, like my dad would tell me them at, at bedtime, but I didn't really live them through, through my like coming of age times. Um, and so I feel like it's like almost incumbent upon us again to like, to keep the culture alive in this way. Like we're not going to do a retelling of the Mahabharata. Like that's not what we're doing here. We're going to just draw some inspiration and, and, you know, pull some, some maybe some characters or maybe some you know events or something that that feel like in that universe so that i think later then when my son is like watching this show and is interested in like oh wait who, who is this god narasimha that you created here you know like m- might want to do some exploration on his own like and again just kind of like keeps it in the vernacular keeps it alive for him in a way that and makes it feel present um for him in a way that that i didn't get to have really growing up so I hope we get to do that. Um, we, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this up. Cause I see the little timer telling me that we have four and a half minutes left, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll definitely link to the Kickstarter, but I want uh, to let our listeners know where they can find you guys. Otherwise take it away. From me. Yeah. I mean, you can find me. Um, you can find, so, so my, my company's effing funny. And so you can go to Twitch dot tv slash f and funny that's where that's where um i'm doing a lot of live stream stuff and then otherwise um sandeep parikh at sandeep parikh at like pretty much everywhere um if you can spell it then you deserve to follow me that's how i say that (laughs) (laughs) this audience is like we can spell it okay (laughs) if you want to follow i know it's it's like these riddles three how do you spell my last name That's what's so great about doing the Desi thing. It's like, oh, I don't that. Well, that's what's great. And what sucks is like all my old jokes, like don't work anymore. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, I better, I better update this joke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you can find me at that bronze girl everywhere. Um, yeah, I have the same handle on Twitch, same handle on YouTube, same handle on TikTok, same handle on Twitter, same handle on Instagram. Oh, God, there's so much social media and I don't enjoy any of it. Um, but I, can, I create content on all those places. And I recently did a season with Dimension 20. And I'm a writer on the Marquette setting for a critical role. Uh, that's so awesome. Thank you both so much. Uh, really, really enjoyed this talk. We will, like I said, link to the Kickstarter, follow... Both of them, um, check out Daisy Quest. I cannot wait to watch it. I'm so, so, so excited. Thank you. Can I be my good juice self for one second and yes. just say like, those are, these are early goals and we have like really great milestones. <laughs> and so I really, stretch really goals. want people stretch goals. to hit those stretch goals. And by the way, we want to compete with the best of the best. We, we, want this, we want this stuff to look just as good as Critical Role, just as good as Dimension 20. And we, by the way, we love those shows and we love guesting on them and we love patronizing those shows. But we want to like, when people click our show, we want them to feel like it belongs and it's just as, you know, good production wise. And so we do need the South Asian community to rally with us. Like we need everybody to band together and, and, and help us out on this thing so that we can, um, yeah, we, we can make waves with it. Maybe. Yes. Go to the Kickstarter, give some money so we can see this thing come to life in the best possible way. Yeah. Huge thank you once again to Sundeep and Jasmine for stopping by to talk to us about Desi Quest. Please go check out the Kickstarter. It is linked in the show notes as well as whenever we post about the episode, we will include the link to the Kickstarter. Um, In the meantime, 
You can find me on all social media at Run With Skizzers. And as a reminder, we are part of the Hard Knock Media family at hardknockmedia.com. That's N-O-C for Nerds of Color. And a huge thank you to our patrons as always. And until next time, I'll see you in heaven.